Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Championing the core conservative principles of limited government, individual liberty, free enterprise, and traditional values. This is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. There'll be peace when you are done. Lay your weary head to rest. Don't you cry no more. Good evening, fellow Neanderthals. Welcome to the John Whitmer Show, sponsored by Wink Hartman and the Hartman Group of Companies. We're happy you joined us tonight here at your local liberal resistance headquarters where we proudly champion the conservative principles of limited government, individual liberty, free enterprise, and traditional values. And I am, I am flummoxed. I am shocked. I am, I, I, how did I not know? Dave and I were just talking before the show. How did I not know that Dave Wilson, the producer extraordinaire, was a House of Cards fan? I, I, I had no idea, Dave. John, I, great show. Oh, Love oh. it. Boom, boom. Boom. I mean, that's, yes. Oh. Frank Underwood. <laughs> yes. Yes. Ah, oh, the third wall does not exist. Nope. I, I tell you, I, uh, my wife and I are binging that show. If you've not seen that show, you have to go watch yeah, House of definitely. Cards. Definitely. The fact that he's a Democrat is irrelevant. He is just ah, oh, I love so it. well done. Yeah. Ah, oh, fantastic show. <laughs> Would love that they could bring him back. I'd be thrilled to death. Uh, pleased to have you with us this evening. If you'd like to call in, our studio lines are open. You can reach us at 316-869-1330 by email at john at knssradio.com or Facebook and True Social at The John Whitmer Show. And on Twitter, at John R. Whitmer. Uh, reach out. We'd love to hear from you. Um, a, a couple of programming notes. Uh, we will not be with you next Sunday since the Chiefs are playing next Sunday evening. Uh, speaking of the Chiefs, I know there are some Chiefs fans out there who are nursing their, their uh, loss from this afternoon. Hopefully they'll get it turned around next Sunday. But we will be back with you on the 9th. We've got a great show lined up for you that will include former Senator Phil Graham. So we've got a great show for you then. And following that, uh, the Kansas GOP's statewide election bus tour is scheduled to begin at some point in early October. I'm waiting on getting all the details. But I will be riding along. For the duration of the Schmidt team bus tour, 
This is a statewide event. We did this four years ago. I actually drove the bus four years ago. I, I have a sneaking suspicion I'm going to be driving the bus again this year. Uh, but we will be going all over the state, crisscrossing the state, with, uh, with Derek Schmidt and our congressional federal delegation, as well as statewide candidates, local candidates. And it's a blast. And this time, KNSS is embedding me with the tour. So I'll be with them. We'll be checking in multiple times daily throughout the tour, bringing you live updates from around the state. And so keep an eye on the John Whitmer Show Facebook page and listen to KNSS for more details of the statewide bus tour. We should have that for you next week at some point. In the meantime, tonight, former Trump senior White House official Peter Navarro will be with us to explain why Donald Trump lost the White House in 2020, and he's going to share his insider's battle plan for retaking the White House in 2024. I'll talk with Cynthia Fisher. She is the founder and chairman of PatientsRightsAdvocate.org about why 18 months after a new law requiring hospitals to post their real prices online went into effect, a large majority of hospitals nationwide, including many here in Kansas, continue to hide the high cost of uh, their services from consumers. You're going to be shocked to hear how many hospitals in Kansas are refusing to comply with federal law. Sedgwick County Commissioner Jim Howell will be with us in studio to discuss why he's calling for a change to the county's travel policy that has allowed taxpayer money to be used to fund trips that he claims do not align with the county's mission. And Senate Judiciary Chairman, uh, Chairwoman rather Kelly Warren, will tell us about the constitutional amendments that are going to be on your ballot in November. She'll walk you through both of those. And, of course, we'll be taking your calls at 316-869-1330. So we've got a loaded schedule for you tonight, um, and it should, should be good. And, again, it won't be with you next Sunday, so you can enjoy the, uh, enjoy the, the Chiefs game. Uh, speaking of somebody who didn't enjoy the last couple of weeks, it's been, it's been a bad couple of weeks for Governor Laura Kelly. Um, and and I far be it for me to feel sorry for the Gov, but it's not been a, a couple of good weeks. Not only did Derek Schmidt's campaign receive visits and the endorsements of two of the nation's most popular rising stars in Ron DeSantis and Glenn Youngkin, but then a forensic audit report was released last week by the Unemployment Compensation Modernization and Improvement Council. There's a mouthful. Say that four times. And it showed that the Kelly administration paid up to $466 million in fraudulent unemployment claims during the pandemic. That means about 13% of all unemployment benefit payments were likely fraudulent. And we knew this was coming. We you know, the number is out is I mean it's outrageous. Four hundred sixty six million dollars of your money paid likely to folks from overseas in fraudulent claims. And how did the Secretary of Labor respond to this audit? She wrote an op ed where she said, "quote The reports found that the estimated amount of fraud paid out was less than half of what the legislature's previous audit showed." <laughs> well. Great. So other than that, Mrs. Lincoln, how was the play? <laughs> I mean, we screwed up, but we only screwed up half as bad as we thought we were going to screw up. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that seriously, that's what she said. 
The report found that the estimated amount of fraud was half of what we thought it was going to be. So that's success. We only screwed up half as bad as we thought we screwed up. We paid out $466 million in fraudulent unemployment claims, and Laura Kelly's administration responds by saying, well, aren't you glad we didn't pay $750 million like we originally estimated? I mean, this is... This is these are the idiots running your government up in Topeka. She went on to point out that, quote, U.S. Department of Labor Inspector General now estimates that one hundred and sixty three billion dollars was paid out in fraud nationwide. So you'd expect that based on Kansas's share of the population, we would have paid out nearly one point four four billion. So you see we should be grateful that we only paid out incompetence of $466 million. Thank you, Laura Kelly, for only screwing up $466 million times. I mean, like, yes. I mean, go team. Way to go. Let's reelect you. See how bad you can screw up next time. I mean, this is, this is the level of response on incompetency out of this administration. I, I think about that. That's their response. Well, we screwed up, but we only screwed up half bad. <laughs> you would be fired for this. Anybody else would be fired. If you were in a private sector, think about that. You're pounding rivets down at, at you know some construction company. You're working down at Spirit. And you well, sorry guys, we only put on half the wing, but we put on the other half of the wing, so we we got it half right. I mean, that's that's how bad this is. It, it's unbelievable that that's her idea, that that is how her idea, that she thinks that's, you know, it's oh, it's unbelievable. So then Laura Kelly's week got even worse with self-inflicted campaign wounds as she attempted to rewrite history. Now, Laura Kelly knows how toxic her decision to veto two bills banning transgender males from competing in women's and girls' sports is. That issue carries about a 70% approval rating, favorability versus unfavorability. Even Democrats don't, don't like the idea of biological males competing in women's and girls' sports. So last week, she came out with a new ad attempting to whitewash history. You may have seen my opponent's attacks, so let me just say it. Of course men should not play girls' sports. Okay, we all agree there. But remember... Kelly twice vetoed legislation to ban biological males from playing girls and women's sports. And in 2021, she said the bill sent a, quote, devastating message and was divisive. And then earlier this year, when she vetoed it for a second time, she said it was harmful to students. Now, Kelly's ad came days after the RGA started airing their ad that said it had to stop. Featuring female swimmer Riley Gaines, who we had on the show a few weeks ago, who shared her experience competing against transgender athlete Leah Thomas earlier this year. So you remember the whole story. So Laura Kelly is looking Kansans in the eye and flat out lying about her record of failing to protect girls and women from having to compete against biological males in athletics. But don't take my word for it. Kansas doesn't need to be passing any sorts of you know, anti-progressive uh, or really regressive legislation. 
That's it. She just told you. We don't need to be doing this. It's anti-progressive. It's regressive. That was her stance. But then she went and she said, oh, no, I support it. Then one day after she released her ad claiming she believes men should not compete in girls' sports, she was forced to clarify position, her position to the Kansas City Star and said that her position has not changed. And she not only stands by her two vetoes, but that she also supports the continued participation of student-athletes born male in girls' and women's sports, including the what she defined as controversial college swimming case featured in the RGA ad. So she again flipped a third time now. So Laura Kelly believes athletes born biological males should share locker rooms, bathrooms, shower facilities, everything else, and be able to compete with girls and women's in sports. And that position is so out of touch with two, nearly two-thirds of Americans, and yet she felt she had to climb back into that position. And she was so soundly attacked by the Rainbow Mafia, that's why she did it. The left attacked her for her ad when she tried to backpedal on her vetoes, which is why she's now doing the old Waffle House two-step. Or in this case, it's a Waffle House three-step because she was against it before she was for it, before she's now against it again. This is Laura Kelly. She can't make up mind. When she does make up her mind, it's abysmal. It costs us $466 million. This is the same governor who claims to be in the middle, folks. The reason she's in the middle is because she can't decide which side she's on. Or more accurately, it depends on which audience she's lying to. I've sinned, dear Father. Father, I have sinned. Try and help me, Father. Won't you let me in? We'll be taking your calls at 745. In the meantime, coming up after the break, we'll talk with Cynthia Fisher about why so many Kansas hospitals are violating federal law. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.